Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I am Travis Walsh. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show, and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And before we get to this episode, I just wanted to mention, uh, without, of course, not giving away any spoilers, the season six finale aired last Sunday. Uh, Yeah. Luckily, it was streaming on the CW app uh, right after um, the AEW pay-per-view. So it was a hell of a night. And wow, wow, I can imagine. I would not have been ready for it. I was. Uh, oh, I had I to was, watch uh, it again. I had to watch it again because I was hammered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, me too. Especially so again. Uh, yeah, we were talking earlier about going out with uh, uh, friends and overdoing it, possibly. Mm-hmm. And I, I wouldn't say I overdid it, but it was it was nice to go out. Oh, but I, I just remember I go. I like that, but there's parts I just didn't remember. And like, right, well, right. that. wait a minute, that doesn't make yeah, any yeah. sense. And I had to rewatch yeah. it and go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was starting to think, did that suck? Like, mm. no, no, no. You were just fucking hammered, dummy. <laughs> yeah, no, I heard, uh, I heard some rumors. I, like I, I'm always Ooh, just on, on the, on the outskirts, right. About our, about our buddy, John, about we're worried about our buddy, John. Um, but, Constantine. Uh, I mean, he's, yeah. this, this is the adios Constantine. Yeah. You know, we've I already mean. talked about that, but yeah. Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan is still going to be in the cast as a different character. Ah, oh, interesting. All right. Okay. Well, I'll see. But, uh, all right. But let's speaking of Constantine, let's get to this episode. It's Legends of Tomorrow, season four, episode four, Wet Hot American Bummer. Mm-hmm. And Travis, please honor us with the sweet, sweet Netflix synopsis. The team lands in a hair-raising campfire story when a monster in the woods starts snatching kids from a summer camp in 1990s, man. Bruh. <laughs> a little more surfer. I was trying to trying to do that camp. You're trying to do Chad? You're trying yeah, to do yeah, Chad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. I did a little deep dive on the actor who plays Chad. It's, yeah. It's, there's some, some fun stuff. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I just want to mention, first of all, Travis, that you know, I was looking at our, our numbers. I, I tend not to, but the other day I just couldn't help myself, and I I looked at our numbers for some of our more current uh, episodes, and I saw they were down a bit from mm-hmm. uh, the past. And I so I just did a little did a little detective work and and figured I'm like, hmm, seems to me the numbers dropped as soon as uh uh we started making uh, fun of shippers. So sorry, I, I was noticing <laughs> that too. I think Sorry. that was it. So when I got in real close to the mic and said, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Something like that. Right? Oh, no, no. It was that would have been fine. It, yeah. was, it was it got a little more insulting. Um, oh, yeah. And and by that, uh speaking of that, um this if this turned anybody off, I don't care. When you were like, Hey, I'm not feeling avalanche yet. And I was like, I get it, you know, but I do, but because I know where it ends up. Mm-hmm. Um this episode is as a fan of the relationship of these two characters is one of my faves and one of my favorite, not no pun intended monster of the week episodes. They they do in this uh, entire series. Yeah. It's one of my favorite monster of the week. Yeah. Remember how much I was like, uh, please just punch last week. This is just as good as last week. Just as good. If not Mm -hmm. better, if not better in parts, it's (laughs) like, Dude, season four so far, even with that speed bump of uh, Salem episode two was like, which was like just a real downer, like to me. Um, it's been, it's like a big boy pants, big boy pants. <laughs> <That's the only laughs> 
and it really is it just feels fucking slick bro it feels slick it's not it's still not perfect but of course oh, no and it never will be perfect yeah. but yeah, yeah you're absolutely right when i when we first started and i said there's a point and i think i even told you it was season four where yeah, maybe it all changes and this is it i mean big boy pants is a great way to put it Mm-hmm. Although with most, I know, of the, most I know. Of the, maybe you that's want to go lose more. We're gonna lose girl more pants. You yeah, go big no, girl pants. No, okay. No big people pants. Big people pants. That's yeah. We're big. Are you, are you Kevin Meany? We're yeah, big exactly. people. We, we wear big people pants. Wow, that's a deep cut. <laughs> deep cut from Caroline's Comedy Club or the Improv. I'm trying to imagine either either is like pastels behind him when he was making that joke, or it was a brick wall. It was one or the other. Gideon um, Gang, Gideon Gang, let us know. <laughs> he, I loved him. I thought he was hilarious, and he was yeah, apparently. I love that era. Yeah, that era. Appar- of, yeah, yeah. He was apparently one of when he died young. Nobody had a bad thing to say about. Oh Kevin yeah, Meany, he reminds but... me of that. Um, similar to what that um, what's his name? What's his name? That Cubs fan, comedian. Um, shit, so, uh, I can't remember it. Uh, mm-hmm. off top, but like everybody still remembers him really fondly and had great things. To, or even Harris Whittles before that. It's another mm-hmm. comic that everybody really had great things to say when he passed away so young. Yeah. Well, you know what? Here we're talking about dead comics. We should be comics. talking about this episode. Of yeah. a, uh, by the way, of a comic book TV show that more and more and more doesn't feel like a comic book TV show. And I think that's a big part of the big boy pants of the yeah. show. Yeah. I, I, for a second, I thought they were going to go. Uh, uh, well, we'll get to it. <laughs> oh, I would. Oh, yeah, I would look. I would have loved if they'd figured out how to put those two uh, young ladies in they're they're a pantsuit and the white canary outfit <laughs> ah, 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 no that wasn't but no i have, I have, a, I have okay. another another uh, intro all right so we start with uh, ava and sarah and they're just in bed watching a movie watching a, a stupid horror movie that's called you already know you're off to a good start they look at what's she's like what's this called it's swamp thang with four uh, r's four a's four, four a's. a's i'm sorry four yeah, a's yeah how and, the uh, fuck do you spell thing? Yeah. <laughs> How many yards could you possibly put in the word thing? You know what? If I was uh, Matt Ryan playing John Constantine, I'd figure uh, out how to get some R's <laughs> yeah, good point. in there. So Sarah's never heard of this movie, and she knows all these uh, shitty movies. So Ava looks it up, I guess, on IMDb or whatever. And uh, the four A's stand for it's the fourth in the installment, and that it's based on true events of these kids who got killed in a summer camp in Maine in the 90s. And then she says, the AV club gave it a D plus saying, the production design is as lazy as the action staging. Okay, Which, before you finish that, okay. before you finish that, I'm certain that's exactly a review that Legends got, right? Oh, it exactly is. It, but, yeah, yeah. Let, that, let, me tell you, was... let me tell you the episode. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> Season one, The Last Refuge. Remember that one? It, uh, I don't remember uh, the, the pilgrim and and they they take their little kid selves to the grandma's place and they fight the pilgrim. It was our choice of the worst episode of season one, which was pretty ah. bad. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. There you go. <laughs> I knew it. I mean, I knew it. It was too specifically written. 
right? And even the D plus, even the AV club, <laughs> like it was like a little bit, it was AV club, right? Yes, was it, it was. not? Yeah, yes, that's what was. I figured. It wasn't Ain't It Cool or some other bullshit. Is Ain't It Cool still around? I don't know. I haven't I looked for that in forever. Is that, guy, is that guy is that guy uh, like uh, in some sort of solitary confinement by now? He seems like a dude who, you know, I don't want to <laughs> don't want to besmirch anybody mm. based on. Uh, but, yeah, that guy looks like uh, you did check that hard drive. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know who any of these people are, because basically I'll be perfectly honest with you. Once um, Siskel and Ebert died, I never have. There's been a critic that I give a shit about. Yeah, I'm sure you remember Harry Knowles. You don't remember Harry Knowles that way. Oh, I remember the guy. I just remember thinking he was a he was a creepy some sort of mutant creep. You know, but who would who? And after a while, he just became known for like um, selling good reviews because he was uh, yeah he was that first kind of nerd culture guru. guru, Yeah, no, I I remember. Well, they he was he actually he actually played himself on an episode of Entourage. And they wrote him as a fucking douchey scumbag. Yeah, I remember. I remember the guy who played. uh, Who's the actor who played Dwight on The Office? He played a guy very similar to him. Oh, oh, his name's his name escapes me right now. Yeah, yeah, it is escaping. I should know it. Uh, You think you'd know it off the top of your head for crying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did watch a lot of that. So. Sarah calls out for Gideon. For Rain Gideon. Wilson. Rain Wilson. I didn't even look go. it up. Didn't even look it up. Didn't even look it Good up. Good for you. Me. There you go. I was just playing the the, the uh, I was the intro was playing through in my head. Yeah. He had remember. he had a one season cop show on Fox that I loved. It was dark, like yeah, dark. Like, Interesting. It, you want to tell me the most anti? He's a, a he's a detective, abusive, alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Just the most, the biggest mess of a human being, and he's like, and you know, and he's a cop, and they're solving crimes and shit. And the show gets really dark, and it got canceled after one season. And I'm not a big cop show fan. I watched every episode of that because he was tremendous, fascinating, yeah. really good. It's really. I good. love your, uh, your, you're my pipeline to to obscure network television shows, mm-hmm. uh, even from like recent. Uh, like I think that you still like. I, have you? Uh, just kept an eye on like everything. No, no, Is not it, no? recently, not okay, recently okay. at all. But uh, um, one other, if you never saw it, and it's it, it still kills me that it got canceled on a cliffhanger. Was mm-hmm. uh, the last man on Earth? Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was way I into it. Was it. Fantastic. I was fantastic. Yeah, we were fantastic. way into it. I didn't watch any of the last season. Well, then yeah, good, we were so because yeah. You would have been up. You would have been as, as pissed off as I am at this fucking cliffhanger. Yeah, that that's they a shame. On. That's a shame. Oh man, there was a time when that was the best. Will Ferrell's one appearance in the show is the greatest <laughs> appearance of any character in any show oh my god oh my god you remember it right i uh, know i don't is he in the body bag no he is uh okay. singing he's singing informer on the beach with everyone kind of thing and uh oh i remember that now Will remember, Arnett yeah. shows up and scares him and gives him a heart attack and yeah, i remember the- that now <laughs> yes. I, 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 now i remember it why are they singing informer with like a ukulele <laughs> <laughs> all right so sarah <laughs> sarah calls off uh, for gideon forgetting that she's at uh, uh ava's joint and right then gideon calls her on her her watch and says you know we got a magic problem at a camp ogawa by the way o- ogawa is the last name of one of the big wigs of all these shows so oh yeah yeah Car- carl okay. ogawa is one of those ah, i was hoping it would have been an old uh, like dc 
yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, no, this is when they this is when they pat themselves on the back where the writers uh, do uh, that uh, shit. I see. And yeah. they say, Camp Ogawa. Uh, or or either that or it's working for fucking Ogawa is like you know getting killed by a monster. Uh, he just drains the life force out of you. Yeah, at the <laughs> summer camp. So she pretends it's summer camp. <laughs> so hilarious. Sarah's off on the mission and she's like, tells Ava, come on, come along. And she starts telling her about how much she loved camp. And whenever Katie Lotz starts reminiscing about how much she loved camp in this episode, I think she just really knocks it out of the park or she really went to camp and loved it. Cause yeah, there is a glee when she talks about camp or there's just, yeah, yeah a little bit of everything, but also like the writing on uh, the way that the, they paint pictures yeah. really well, really well. Mm-hmm. But they have so much to go from, uh, from the meatballs and mm-hmm. like, all that. This is a, a genre on its own. Um, have you, are, are you a fan of wet, hot American summer? I love the movie. I've seen bits and it. pieces of all the spinoff stuff. I love the series. I love all of that. Th- those, those guys are like, I love the state. Yeah. I love David Wayne. I've talked about, I'm sure I've spoken oh, yeah, about we've talked before. About, yeah. Yeah. We talked about that last show. I think, Oh no, no, no. Yeah. I was like mystery Titans theater. We ended up. Yeah. We were talking about possible. Yeah. That's where um, we said, Oh, that's where we said actually Gideon gang. And one of these right. days, we're going to do maybe a little special thing next time we're fundraising. And uh, I always want to uh, try to get Travis to watch at least one or two other episodes of the other Arrowverse shows. And, uh-huh. uh, and I don't really want to force it on him, but Thomas Lennon as Mr. Mixius Pitalik on Supergirl piqued his interest. So yeah, it is you know, interesting. Keep your, yeah. Keep, you know, yeah. Somewhere down the line. I haven't like New Year's Day. New Year's Day. We line up on a New Year's Day. So maybe and like, he's an returning next week. He's returning next week, uh, reprising the role, by the way. Mitzel Flick. I love it. Okay. I'm curious. Curious. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So this cuts to open. And then we're on the Wave Rider. And we find out that Nate and Gary won't be on this episode because they're running uh, the Time Bureau. And actually, uh, Nick Zano, now whether or not they would have been in this episode at all. I can't imagine because it flows pretty well, yeah. but he was not available one way or the other because his wife had a bad, a hard delivery of their baby daughter. And wow. he just flew, left Vancouver right away and wow. went home. And, uh, and then tough. his uh, baby daughter had like a six hour uh, operation afterwards and uh, that he, he had to do. And, uh, and everybody. Okay? Everything's okay. Super Oof. duper. He turned creepers, to steel. Creepers, he man. turned to steel. Oh and, God, uh, you have to. He'd have like I mean, his because his wife is man. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. wild. I mean, that breaks my heart. You gave me a shiver up my spine there, John. I didn't know Dude, that if was it had been. Uh, let me tell you, if, <laughs> if it had if it had not had a happy ending, I would yeah. not have shared that story. Yeah, 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 I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> um, um, I. I, I I felt like they something had happened. I did feel like something had happened to have written him out. He felt written out, not mm-hmm. just. I mean, it also felt for a while like Mick had been written out, but that was kind of deliberate because when he shows up, it's, it's very, very surprise. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's meant to be like, oh my god, look who's back, you know. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, but with Zano, I almost I like to be honest, I didn't even catch the line uh, that uh, that it was one line. Know. One other, <laughs> yeah, it was like. She's like, yeah, I left Gary, uh, uh, Nate and Gary in charge of the time bureau. And Sarah's like, oh, boy, those two goofs down up, bump, 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 and okay. on to this wonderful episode. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> as we get on to it, um, we see Charlie 
in the force field cage because Sarah's showing Ava. He's like, oh, I got something to show you. And uh, uh, Zari's guarding her. I don't know if she's eating a donut here or she's just constantly eating donuts, but that's, that's I, don't know if, I don't know if that's been established as the big thing. No, it gets to the point where I think I know that she choke. loves sweets and that, that she hasn't had them donuts. in forever. Yes, yeah, it's, you, it's, it's she's the Homer Simpson of the I was show. gonna she's say, constantly uh, eating donuts. That did look like a Homer, like uh, one from the pink. Right, yeah. Oh, I ate the last jelly fab. <laughs> that was my Lenny, pretty good, I guess. Not bad, yeah. So, um, when Ava asks, So, why didn't you know, they send, send her to hell? and they're kind of like going well uh um she looks at sarah gives her a little quick look and then goes oh i know you're keeping her around for information good idea in a way that she's the boss and she just came up with the cover because it's her girlfriend you know mm-hmm. you can, whatever you you know i'm gonna tell so this is how i approve this uh dear <laughs> which i love too we're past <clears throat> excuse me we're past a lot of the petty bickering between these two as a couple and so when they disagree in the future it's on bigger issues as a couple yeah rather than yeah you know they got learning a bit about learning about learning a bit about each other and themselves and themselves Um, very much so (laughs) so uh sarah and ava uh tell uh constantine and ray what's going on at the summer camp and Ray's like, oh, I love camp. They called me kid counselor. And uh, Constantine's like, oh, and yeah, I thought that was a compliment, didn't you? And, and here's, I'm going to just mention this now. Yeah. And it's it's a Matt Ryan thing. Again, all praise to Matt Ryan. All praise to Matt Ryan. Yeah, don't get started, cult. But, you know, I mean, you were right. We talked about it last episode. He's fucking great. Yeah. Is that when Ray, when Brandon Routh as Ray has to say some of his dopey shit the silent reaction shots of from constantine make this like a comic duo and it makes that shit work matt ryan makes that work yeah and maybe that's from repeated viewings Hmm. uh but i'm just i was just watching his reaction shots to raise goofy shit and he never no sells it or rolls his eyes or you know or 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 that he has a one-liner it feels like the actor, uh, Matt Ryan, John Constantine, it, uh, Matt Ryan is on loan from like some sort of uh, <laughs> like uh, company, some established company. You know what I mean? And he's just having the time of his life. Well, I don't know where he was, but yeah, at this point, it was the Berlanti company because he had one season on NBC as Constantine got canceled. Then he they brought him in for a few episodes on Arrow. To keep him around, he then shows up and Legends becomes part of Legends at the same time as voicing the character on all the cartoons like I talked about, uh, So, which isn't uh, Berlanti, uh, but, hmm. uh, uh, which is wild, man. He's like Berlanti's guy in the other DC faction, you know, of yeah. Warner. Or like, we want that guy. Yeah, yeah, bring him over here. So, cool. again... It's pretty great. And he knows a swamp thing, but that's too far north for that Muppet. And uh, oh, man, uh, like, that's what I was thinking. Great. See, here's what I was saying. Oh, well, oh my gosh. Are we going to do a swamp thing today? Ooh, that was not was like, in the cards at this no, point. Yeah. Like, even when that's what I thought when I first saw the um, 
uh, when they were reading out the sweet badass badass song or whatever like that with the, mm. the swamp thing. I thought, oh my god, are we gonna get a swamp thing? And then when we see the fake uh, one for a second, I'm like, holy shit, it's a swamp thing! <laughs> like it really did look like the swamp thing. I was pretty oh, excited. Hey. I was pretty excited. I, I think they couldn't put their uh, grubby hands on Swamp Thing yeah, at this anything. time. Alan Moore? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Nothing to do with Alan Moore. Um, it's certain properties were be allowed to be used, and certain properties were not allowed to be used. It's still okay, at this okay. point, uh, it op- it opens up more. Like when the Berlanti shows first started, it was like Batman's hands off. Vill- you have his villains, but anything Batman is hands off. Superman yeah, yeah. as well, and it's all- and they've lightened up on it, but. But Swamp Thing eventually did get into their hands, and it let recently, and lasted cool. one season. Oh wow! It didn't. It didn't take off. I didn't. I never saw one episode. Pete, Pete said it was. Oh, great. oh, it was a Swamp Thing uh, uh, show oh, series. Okay. Yeah, just like series. Did, yeah, that's right. Doom Back Patrol. Eighties. Yeah. Well, no, no, I'm talking about. No, no, I know about not, yeah the new recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the but one in the eighties. That was great. That was great. If you were home, uh, got home from the the bar or wherever on a Saturday night, and you were hammered. And yeah. the Swamp Thing show was on at 11 o'clock because yeah. it was ridiculously bad. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. So they come up with a buddy system. And, of course, Ray and Constantine, and he says, like, oh, I've had stranger bedfellows than you, mate. And Ray's like, oh, I know, you're bisexual. Which, by the way, <laughs> and we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Because I, I did pick one review. There's a lot. In the, I'm only going to mention it once. And that's today, just like I mentioned okay. other things last week. There's yeah. a lot of, and they got to make Constantine bisexual. What the fuck is yeah. that? And, and it's as simple as two things, actually, is you can A, go the nerd route, which I used to do, and go, hey, it's the source material. Alan Moore, that's, that's fucking source material. He's bisexual in the comics. And then right. as a 51-year-old man, I'm like, and by the way, why not? Who gives a fuck? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, You're exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was kind of thinking about that today. As we watch this, this is really, uh, yeah, this is pretty interesting. This, that where, where things go in this episode, but yeah, let's go. So, uh, Constantine says no costumes and it cuts to camp and he's, he's in the getup, but he still has his fucking tie. <laughs> he has three ways with ties. All right. He, it's the tie never comes off, but he gives it up. Pretty funny. Yeah. He gives it up and uh, his smoke because he'll do it for the kids. Cause again, from the source material, Constantine's biggest obsession is trying to keep children from being hurt you know as ter- terrible as he can be he's you know always trying to save children awesome and i love so so he's so he still keeps his collar popped but yeah. and and he and has the lanyard the lanyard smokes yeah the pack of smokes it's pretty awesome i rolled up in the uh sleeve well we didn't get Great. to see the we didn't get to see the cut scene where they're doing the talent show and they're doing grease and he's he he does knicky and he's showing the kids yeah. how to yeah we should have watched it oh i gotta wait for it. i mean nora i was watching i watched this episode by myself uh mm. i know nora would love it my wife loves this episode too. i was mm. telling them so he says it makes sense he'll do it for the kids so then we meet the head counselor paula cooper who is immediately a giant asshole yeah and your your giant first suspect you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but also, I mean, like giant red herring early also. Like, have you seen enough of these types mm-hmm. of uh, things like that? Like, uh, oh, there's a couple. There's a, yeah. there's a creepy. They show a creepy groundskeeper once. 
Yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. They don't show. They don't show him ever again. Ever that again. must be a deleted scene. That must be a deleted scene. I'm gonna have to look. That's pretty funny. But Paula brings over Chad Stevens, who she describes as, "Oh, you marble cut of prime beef." <laughs> and wild. Yeah, I, I looked up this guy. His real name is Mason Trueblood. Yeah, saw him in the opening credits. Huh? And that for a real that's a hell of a real name i mean that's his, okay yeah i mean i don't know maybe if, that, if that's a stage name it's terrible but uh it sounds like they wouldn't use that on days of our lives they reject no. that name oh he could be of uh, indigenous descent didn't look like it to me he did not no he didn't <laughs> but i checked out his imdb and he's done a bunch but he was on glee uh Mm-hmm. It, 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 like a lot of episodes of Glee, and his mm-hmm. character's name was. I can't believe this was on this. I watched some Glee. I get. I'm gonna miss this. The character's name was just Super Gay Warbler. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! When you said he was on Glee, I was really thinking I was gonna have to walk on eggshells and asking questions. <laughs> about the actor and former roles and and, uh, and uh, how I would have typecast him. And when you said he'd had done a lot of stuff and you went right, and that, that answers all the questions right there, pal. Oh, dude, the pic- uh, the pictures uh, in the IMDb? Yeah. yeah. There's one. Oh, he's, of, well, him, he's shirt, got, him shirtless yeah, underneath a sheet and I got half a chub. Right. No, he's got the look of uh, I used to work at the Virgin Mega store and we had a whole a section that was a LGBTQ lifestyle Um, and it would have some of those old Andy Warhol. I can't remember, but they were so like homely rock. They would just be on like these dudes. Right. I I don't even Mm -hmm. know what the subject matter was, but they all had this look from like uh, like the 80s of hunk. But yeah, hunk. But you can tell this hunk is into the hunks let's say mm-hmm. and that's it i didn't want to i didn't want to but like uh, it appears as though and i don't know anything about this actor one way or the other here but it sounds like hollywood figured that out as well or saw that connection as well i i, I read something recently and i think it went like this and it made me laugh it said um it like well, i don't want to say it said attention women but for the sake of the story just uh, just a heads up uh, guys who are into having eight packs aren't into you. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I may have. What do you say? Yeah, are you uh, disparaging Tony Nice, or, or are you are you suggesting something? About you know what? Tony I'm going to say maybe with the exception of professional wrestlers. Because, all right, all right. You know, the, I think that's the exception, and maybe I shouldn't have said disparaging. Yeah, but yeah. All right. Jesus. Yeah, it was like disparaging. What the fuck's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> so. Ava immediately gets military about the situation and Constantine approves and says that he's going to cast a protection spell uh, around the, the camp, apparently with a gigantic amount of cocaine, just tons of it. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we, we meet Chad and he's fucking annoying. He's like super chipper, you know, douchey. Yeah, perfectly cast. I, I should also say perfectly cast. Oh, he's great. I mean, he's, yeah. He's great, and he really he really admires Ray's uh, lanyard because it's Ray's Eagle Scout lanyard. Mm-hmm. I think in the only clinker, this is really the only clinker in this one. He does a not joke, 
And Sarah looks at Ray and goes, oh, not a 90s not joke. And Ray is like, it's comic comfort food. And it's it stands out like a pimple on prom night because everything else in this episode yeah. is great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's uh, yeah, that's fine. It's, and it's not that bad. Especially saying still... not. Like, you expect yeah, it. And they said yeah. it's the kind of thing they should be groaning about. I think like my <clears throat> I mean, like the, the warts to me are like at, at that beginning. That inciting incident is a little weak. I know every uh, 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 B movie that I've never heard of Swamp Thing. Like, uh, come on, like oh, that's uh, whatever. A little... yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, but uh, this kind of stuff I was fine with. There's another um, a couple little things like that. Just the, the usual kind of leaps in logic that they that. Oh but, yeah. I mean, like I said, we're having such a good. Oh, the other thing. No, you know, no. Yeah. One other thing mm-hmm. I I would have, as we were talking about earlier. I think they could have added at least one or two more and it might have tightened things up more just other maybe camp counselors or like somebody out one or two more overt suspects. That's all it needed. Right. Mm. Because we only really had the old lady and and the and the douche boy. Right. And if you've seen enough of these things, you know, it has to be. The douche boy, never the first like scary old lady. It that didn't get, you know what? The first time I watched it, I thought Chad was annoying comic relief. No, I was, I, 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 I knew it. it. I it's, thought it's, it was, I thought it, no, yeah, I, I'll tell you. And I, yeah. I knew she was a red herring. And I, it's crazy that I remembered. I, this is how much I like this episode. I remembered mm-hmm. this, my first reaction of who I thought the bad guy was. I thought he was com- comic relief. I thought she was too obvious. So I went with the groundskeeper who we hadn't seen. <laughs> so you, know, you thought they explained more in the, uh, in the, I thought, the I thought he, okay, when she, but then when she confronts them later and looks like a fucking witch, I was going, huh? I thought it was going to be the groundskeeper. It is her. They pulled the double whammy and yeah. then it wasn't her. And I was completely yeah. surprised that yeah. it was Chad. That was okay. my reaction. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I was I knew it from the from the from the steezy like yeah, that's what I mean yeah, I think you okay. needed two more I think you needed two more um like just to make it a little more like a clue board you know what I mean give it throw me throw a throw a Mr. Plum in there and <laughs> like well, you know what I yeah I, I I could I totally can see that but I can also yeah. see that with the, the time they had they were more interested yeah oh yeah a lot of fish to fry di- and they did yeah, a pretty the- good balance and and uh and to um I mean, we're going to keep going through this, but but to have Mick Rory show up uh, late and uh, where it feels like he's not going to be in the episode at all is mm-hmm. is a pretty great uh, uh, and bold twist and a good use of character and a good use of storytelling to to throw him in there at that time. Um, yeah, I, I it's, it's like I said, this is again, like if I said last week was top five, I think this is top five, too, because it's mm-hmm. it's 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 all there i'm just saying like big boy pants like would would like you could have even if you want to take this to big boy's pants like 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 gold uh-huh. pants and like like really get recognized turn this into like a knives out you know what i mean then we got something or like as much as a knives out as you can with the the other great stuff that they already got here then in, we've got like in in 44 minutes yeah it, yeah it, yeah oh yeah and lesson. that's that's a fucking challenge of course it is but that's yeah. but that's like then you're hitting then it's like uh, wowzers! Then, then you're uh, then you're ten out of ten, uh, Bill, kind of thing here. TV history. Okay, so Ray and Constantine are with their kids, and Ray's teaching survival skills. 
while counselor John is just drinking out of a flask. He's like, cheers lads. And uh, awesome. then he takes off and uh, Sarah and Ava are in their cabin. Sarah's trying to be the cool counselor because a, she's been there before and she's trying to get their trust. But Ava's, you know, not having any of this shit. She's being a drill sergeant. None of these kids are going to get killed. She sends them to bed while it's daylight out, you know. <laughs> Pretty funny. But it's daylight out. Well, it'll feel like night out. Like, it'll feel like night when you close your fucking eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I wanted to throw it in after there, too. As well. <laughs> and I, I think she's a lot of fun in this episode, too. Because yeah, everybody Jess, is. Everybody Jess is. McCollin, uh, when Jess McCollin gets to show off a little more of her comedic skills yeah. rather than stoic, and, yep. and and emotional skills that's yep. when she becomes so charming when she was like the ice lady and i remember you being this like i don't like this i was like oh, just give it time it goes yeah. away yeah and this episode's a big part of making it go away mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, when constantine's pouring all that cocaine he, the kid walks up he's like what's this for he's like it's for fucking monsters they're gonna kill you kid and the kid's like shit walks away it's great it was it's like it was a 10 second gag and i, yeah. I died ah, reminds me of uh just just uh last night i said to, i explained to i was lying in bed with uh nora as like, like she's getting tired we're reading a, a story and, and i just we start talking about things and I, one of the last things i said um is uh you know interesting thing about your dreams is that when you die in your dreams you really die you did not tell her anyways night night you did not do that (laughs) yes i did i did but she knew i was fucking with her she's not this isn't the first time oh yeah yeah, yeah, like i even said it on i even said on the way so mommy like as i'm gonna just like say it kind of casually i was just telling nora about how when you die in your dreams and she actually finishes like you really die i'm like yeah 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 and she's like yeah did you hear that (laughs) nora sweet dreams well, well, as you've described, Nora, already that she yeah. knows a little something about a little something. To yeah, anyone yeah. who's tuning in for the first time and is about to call Adult Protective Services, this is a smart kid who's probably going, "Yeah, Ugh, yeah. my parents are doing their fucking yeah. bits. They're doing the bit again. <laughs> Trying this out. Not your yeah, best. Night, dude. night. <laughs> Not your best. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. I want to hear the, the critique yeah. of your bits from Oof. Nora. <laughs> One word. Oof. <laughs> so sarah and ava are having to talk and sarah has a flask as well because i'd love that we have to pack for camp you need flasks if you're a fucking a counselor by the mm-hmm. way did you ever go to camp i was a camp counselor in grade 11 you got like some bonus credits to do it just for it was like oh, for a week oh, so, it was a you, week i mean as a kid did you go to camp I did not. My wife did. And she went with okay. like uh, the girl she went to high school with. It was like a, a C.S. Lewis kind of Narnia type camp that they were just having a what? great time. And they oh, didn't wait, realize. So, okay, and so they didn't on. realize. Did and they realize didn't realize until after. Yep. Yeah. That's why my wife's like, holy shit. That was it's Christian as fuck. <laughs> I think it was I one. You, I love that you called it a, <laughs> the Narnia. No, I think it was like I think it was explicitly like like you know lying witch in the wardrobe and all that kind of bullshit. <laughs> holy, I'd have to ask her more about holy it. Holy shit! No, that's gonna be my expression of just um, stuff. You wait a minute, that was Christian. <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I was a kid, I remember I never read it, but I remember seeing the cartoon and 
Nothing about that. And I was a, I went to church every Sunday. Nothing about that cartoon seemed religious to me. Yeah. It just yeah. scared me when she stabbed the lion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lion who comes back to life, I guess. Right. I'm going to guess. Dude, I read comic books. I've yeah, seen yeah, shit yeah. like that all I the know. fucking oh, time. I, I know. Fuck. That's, what, that's what all my friends say. They didn't see it at all. Now you look back and you're like, Jesus Christ, he's hammering us over the head with it. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's hammering us over the head with Jesus Christ. <laughs> As a giant lion with wings or some shit? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it didn't, didn't work for oh. me. Oh, oh, it's not your... I, I, I barely read any of them. I just know the general shtick but yeah, uh, that's okay. whatever floats you hey, some people like uh, chocolate ice cream some people like uh, maple walnut so whatever <laughs> so sarah feels bad that camp is getting ruined for these kids and she's telling ava about her camp experiences and what she and she's naming kids by name and last name which is a nice little touch because it makes it feel real and uh, uh what so we see this girl she's sneaking out and she's in the woods following a rope and she runs into this kid named Zach. And before they have their first kiss, something grabs them. And it's morning. And I love how they do this twice where they cut to morning and it's reverie every time with the flag going up. I was like, that's every fucking camp movie. Oh, every yeah, fucking camp yeah, movie. That's man. the best. That's the best. Best way to cut. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Ray's all happy. And then Constantine says, ah, oh, this one kid, Zach, is missing. And Sarah and Ava come over like, yeah, we're missing a kid, too. What's going on? He's like, spell was to keep monsters out, not horny kids in, you know? <laughs> yeah. That much cocaine is going to attract horny children. <laughs> they don't know what to do with that. Well, these kids wouldn't, I guess. <laughs> it's the 90s. They know exactly what to do with it. Ah, it's, uh, it's so passe, by the way. We're all in the... Give me that rock, Grandpa. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Paula says, that's no big deal. They'll get hungry and come back freckles keeps calling sarah freckles and sarah knows she's like I, I know these kids know where they went so they decide to each interrogate their kids in a little back and forth uh cut back and forth uh montage that i really liked because it, they were using the uh the the watch during the hypnotism it does a nice yeah. little touch they brought, brought back the old uh, home improvement wipes there <laughs> with each one that's what i wanted <laughs> holy shit that's right <laughs> <laughs> you're getting sleepy mate <laughs> <laughs> oh shit hey you know what yeah. i don't care how many people like fucking listen to this those of you who listen to this that's fucking that's what you get for your money right yeah. there. That's good fucking shit. Thanks, buddy. Oh, I got a tear in my eye of laughter, Travis. So Ray tries a circle of trust. and Again, Constantine's like, fuck that. Who wants to get hypnotized? And uh, one kid says, uh, I know he went out in the woods and I hope he doesn't go behind the barn. Oh, why is that? And he says, That's where my Victoria's Secret catalog is. It's real sticky. And he, Did he really say that? He didn't say sticky. Okay. I thought, oh my God. I was yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> Who's writing this? John Hedgepeth? <laughs> if only. I know, right? And then, but, but I would have written this joke because I thought it was great. He's like, yeah, he said he was going out to play baseball in the woods. Baseball. Really? And he said good he was going to get to 
first base, but there's no ball field in the woods. And I, I loved it. Really good stuff. Really good stuff, man. And and that's get that's a clue, right? See, that's what I'm talking about. This is your knives out kind of action. Yeah. This kid is repressed though, because how old is he, is he supposed to be? Whatever. Oh, come on, man. There are come kids on, who are 17 who don't, who don't know, know nothing about nothing. Uh, I don't know who this could. Who if, who if I give that last warning about yeah. dreams, dreams, and they die? Okay, I'm really gonna stay up all night, and not be able to sleep. I would have thought this kid in the '90s would have been. He said his first base, but I don't know what that means because the term has changed so much since the '50s. Is that what he said? No, oh, I, yeah. I, no, no, no. That's what okay, I again, yeah, I'm like, geez, I'm missing all this, these 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 mm-hmm. weird throwaways. How can I? Be- <laughs> So Ava threatens the girls with no ice cream social. And then a mean girls uh, insults her and bubblegum pops her in the face. And uh, then we get to the Mick and Charlie B story. So Z's eating another donut and uh, Charlie pretends to get knocked out in her cell and she fools Z and traps her in there. And Z says, look, I'm just upset because you, you're wearing my friend's face. And Charlie's like, yeah, whatever. It takes off. Mick comes out and catches her and puts her back in her cage. Then she calls him out because she could tell he's been on the inside. She's like, how can you sleep at night? You know, hanging around with these jailers. And he just says, alcohol. And yep. And it cuts to it explains a lot. I mean, it's the first time they literally addressed the fact that he drinks too much. Why? Uh, It's hard. It's still a little hard, you know, being him and doing this job. Being the good guy. So we get to. But he's a good guy here because I just put all this together. Mick and Charlie are drinking. You know, she's still in the cage and they each got a bottle. And she's like, what is this? It's good. He's like, oh, it's hooch. I got a taste for it in a Siberian gulag from season one. Yeah. It even says gulag on the, uh, on the front it? of it. I saw that. Yeah. It's with like, a, with, I know. Yeah. <laughs> on the, on the labels, the blue That's, label with like that, that, that uh, white uh, eagle. It's pretty great. That's awesome. Yeah. I did not notice that. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> pretty awesome man so they bond and he's he's asking her what it was like in Mollus land and she's explaining how she had to shape shift and she got to know a lot of the nasty things that are in there and how she's never going back makes like cheers to that because he's already feeling like you know i like he already said that he likes he likes charlie and they he, he yeah. tells her he's like you must have had some balls to survive that as they're back-to-back drinking like his back on her back in the cage getting drunk and talking and it was yeah. such a nice choice i lo- yeah. really loved it and i like that it's not it's not really revealed that that like like that she must still be in the cage and like the invisible yeah. thing right and, and it's not yeah. until they clink glasses that yeah he's he's still doing he's still doing his job oh yeah yeah well because you can open up one little circle to pass stuff in and out i guess so i guess <laughs> i mean that's what i that's what i told myself no, they've already shown them do that. So great. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Cool. That's how he pastored the booze. Called science, dickwad. Um, yeah. <laughs> Were you being an IMDB asshole right there? <laughs> that was? Something. Okay. So IMDB asshole. What is that? What is that? theme song sound like so much it's all in, it's all in the minor key we're gonna get her to we're gonna get her to re-record the whole thing all in the minor key. might already be kind of half minor major i don't know well he tells her that she's got to find someone to trust and he brings up snart without saying snart 
And she said she never could in this in Mala Slam, but and he's like, well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So we're back at camp, and the girls won't squeal, and the boys, as Constantine puts puts them, are hapless fools. And Sarah tells Constantine, you know, if I was a kid, I could get these kids to talk, which gives him an idea. So Ava's made a list of suspects, and this little girl comes over and says, "Hey, Counselor Ava, there is a monster uh, under the dock." And they. The little story is the Jason story, which is fun. You know, little boy picked on at camp. Right. Right. Uh, which is part of what they're like. They're, they're, it's not just the meatballs, but yes, also those uh, sleepaway camp and Friday the 13th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I remember I saw the first Friday the 13th movie on uh, VHS. Yeah. Me and my best friend, Rob, who I mentioned to you off, <laughs> off air. Yeah. As kids. And I was in a rocking chair. And at the end of it, when she's in the boat and Jason jumps out and pulls her into the water, yeah. I flipped the rocking chair back and fell out. Uh, of what the fuck? It, fuck. Good story. I, <laughs> good story, man. I did a full backward roll, man. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> he would have gone viral if he oh, had, know, had yeah. that happen these days. Yeah, because I was up on my feet. Chair. I was up on my a feet. rocking chair. Yeah. yeah, a big rocking chair too. I was That's up. Funny. I was up on my feet and immediately started moonwalking in my socks. It was that eighties of a fucking yeah. Yeah, experience. A moment. a moment, you spilled some Reese's pieces. <laughs> what do you think I was eating in that fucking yep. rocking yep. chair? <laughs> so she tells Amy, "You got to go down there at night and say Swamp Beast three times." So we're at the dock and Ray's bird watching like an asshole. And Ava says the swamp beast three times. It's a prank. She gets tripped in the water and the, a beast sort of comes up. Is this where you really thought it was going to be fucking swamp thing? For a second. That, no, no, no. For a second. Like, because you get a quick cut of it and it looks like swamp thing for that very. <laughs> it is like literally a second and a half. Like, oh, I want to see how far they, they went on doing makeup here. No, <laughs> no such luck. Nope. And she says, those girls are monsters. And we cut to Reveille the next day. Two more kids are missing. So Jake, uh, Constantine and Ray go off to search in the woods. Chad tells Ava that prank was uncool. Uncool, man. Threatens the girl with no talent show or whatever bullshit. And Sarah tells Ava that Constantine made a potion that could turn them into kids. And Ava's not about it because she's never been a kid. She doesn't know how to be a kid and r- walks away. And Sarah finds her and apologizes, says, yeah, I, I mean, forgot. I forgot. Yeah, here's a, that. There's another like quick little throwaway kind of thing that just kind of rolled off of her tongue a little too easy uh, for this. It's like she was ready for this scenario. And how could you not understand? You know what I mean? That, that we were going to come to this scenario. Like uh, that's what I mean. That, that was uh, similar to that same uh, inciting incident. I thought that they're kind of whipping through things a little quickly to create this sort of um, conflict between the two characters. I mean, it's fine, but this is the kind of thing I mean that, if they're able to whip through this stuff, there's uh, there's other places where they could, you know, smooth things out uh, a little more. Well, she finds her making friendship bracelets, and then she admits that she doesn't know how and paid a kid for one. And oh Ava, no, I thought she yeah. I thought she took it away like contraband kind of thing or like um, as punishment. I thought she said, "Oh, maybe I'm still maybe, maintaining the strict uh, disciplinary." I, I hope that's what it was. I didn't. Yeah, I, yeah. That's not what I remember, but yeah. I hope that's what. So I took it away from the bitch with the bubble gum. <laughs> something like that uh-huh. and uh sarah says she's sorry and 
Ava's talking about how she's not normal. And uh, she's like, do you realize I keep a picture of those actors who pretended to be my parents on my fucking desk? And instead of Sarah going, well, you know, to you, they were Sarah just kind right. of laughs at her and says, yeah, that's not fucking normal. And yeah, with, a, yeah, with, a look, with a look that says, that's why I love you, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> I agree. So, I agree. Because that's like, like, uh, yeah, that's real kind of thing. Is like somebody would, like, somebody who cared less about you would would uh, try to lie yeah. to you about uh, about what that is. Yeah. yeah, I love it. It's it's a lovely little touch. Yeah. So uh, Constantine and Ray are in the woods, and Ray won't shut the fuck up. I'm kind of with Constantine here because he literally does the bug buddy bu- bu- bugs bunny. Shut up. Shutting up. I shut up. No one shuts up like me. Yeah. Shut up. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and throws his compass into the fucking woods. And Ray's like, why are you being such a jerk? And Constantine's worried about Ray. He's like, he doesn't think he can handle the dark arts. Not someone with his big heart. And Ray's, you know, I'm no stranger to magic. And Constantine's like, yeah, yeah. I, nor dark played you, dude. And as they're arguing, Ray trips over some sh- like shedded skin. I guess it looked like a like a white plastic bag with uh, some spilled uh, creme de cassis on. It looked like a lot of a lot of silly putty, yeah, something <laughs> with some blood in it. They call Sarah. He's like, "It's a stutterja. It's a vampiric witch that feeds on the life force of children, and they feed slowly, so the kids might still be alive." So him and Ray are on the hunt. And Ray finds a torn piece of shirt and Constantine uses it to cast a spell that makes a willow the wisp to lead them to the kids. Who's this torn piece of shirt belong to? One of, one of the uh, kids. That right, got right. One of the kids. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so Ray was proving that, you know, his experience in the woods is important that Constantine didn't want to pay attention to. Yeah. <laughs> so a, a lovely little subplot, a lovely little thing that that pays off well at the end there, too. And here's the, with the compass, even yeah. And here's a little bit of more of a little subplot that we'll see in upcoming episodes. When he, uh, Constantine tells Ray, "Man, hey, you know, you remind me of a friend of mine, and people like me and Laura Dark ruin it for people like you with good people with big hearts. Mm. And uh, that's not just a throwaway. That's our the basis of our Constantine uh, subplot of the rest of the season that we're the season, we're right? Still getting yeah. to right." Because it's not John Constantine if he isn't tormented about someone he failed. <laughs> sure, <laughs> that's Dang. the cons- that's the Constantine uh, message, you know, and, that, and that's the comics, and that's and it's great. Yep. It's, it's source yep. material as well. So, I mean, what do you sounds, want him? He, he sounds did. Vertigo. Sounds Vertigo, man. Like you, you can see it being yeah. that Vertigo uh, brand. Well, yeah. Well, you, well, I mean, that's what he's there for. He, a lot of the Constantine stuff brings the heavy in a lighthearted show over the next few seasons. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what he's there for. Yeah. You know, it's fun to watch him be silly, but he brings the gravitas yeah. with his storylines. And before we get to the break, oh, the, the Will-O-Wisp, it leads them. It was Jeff Hardy in his indie outfit as Willow <laughs> the Willow the Wisp. <laughs> He appeared in a in a flame. Wasn't that a TNA? Wasn't that a TNA thing? That, that was no. It was his that, um, that later showed up in that uh, the final deletion or whatever. or where where was that? It was an well, indie it, thing? it was his original thing when him and his brother started their promotion. Right, 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 right. Uh, he brought yes, it back. Yes. He brought it back once in Ring of Honor 
on a tour when he'd been fired for drugs and everyone shit on him live. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess, yes, TNA. There's your wrestling content, uh, wrestling you fans. <laughs> you always get a little in. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and Ray says, and I love, this is so great. This, this line. He sees the cabin. He goes, huh. I've seen enough horror movie trailers to know that this is bad news. It's he didn't say horror movies. Ray, Ray Palmer doesn't watch fucking horror movies, but he's seen the fucking trailers. <laughs> trailers. <laughs> great. Touch, like, That's great. great. That'd yep. be me. I don't watch <laughs> fucking horror movies either. Not that yeah. I don't, it's not that they scare me and they bore me. Yeah. they always have but that's that's what i'd say because i'm a boy scout like ray palmer i'm so much of a boy scout that i'm not gonna go with all the jokes that could be said about what they find when they walk in and they find kids in cages and we will be right back state purpose of visit well our tractor's gonna kick the bucket this year searching internet for new bucket i don't need a bucket provide bucket color preference red yellow Lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait, they are out of magenta. Robots don't know you. We do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future. Let's protect it. White. Hmm? Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to this episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Travis, what else we got going on? Well, as you guys know, we are here on the Palm Podcast Network, and there's a ton of great shows on the Palm Podcast Network, including what I've been, I've been, Boom Goes the Dynamite is kind of, you got to stick to that now because AEW is hot as, has all get out, and there's a whole bunch of other great shows on here, including Busting Balls, Drunk Style Story, Days of Thunder, uh, yeah, oh, and uh, we've got a new uh, mystery, or what do you call it, Um, Military Industrial suplex coming up again that's exciting oh, really? getting another one of those again yeah yeah with uh with uh, a wrestler yeah that's cool um but uh aside from that you got my podcast uh yours mine the truth and uh i had, i had teased the prequels before and i'm still waiting i i have my my episode two and three folks waiting for me but it's my episode one person who i'm still like is is oh, right, having right. to deal with a move and things like that and to the point where like yeah, if if we get to it this season, we'll get to it. If we don't, it'll be another season. But I have uh, spoken with two former uh, co-workers from Blockbuster Video or Blockbuster Video and Virgin Megastore that I, I was talking to you uh, earlier, or we were, I'd mentioned earlier, um, uh, to to revisit some of like the hidden classics from um, back around that time. We're talking about uh, 98, 99, 2000 era when we were when video stores were a thing and we're going to call it staff picks. It's me and my buddy, Brad, who, you know, from, uh, mm-hmm. we, we work together and, uh, and uh, uh, my uh, old friend, Scott McLeod, we're going uh, to be looking at the uh, uh, Chris Hansen follow-up to LA confidential wonder boys. Are you familiar with the film with uh, uh, Michael Douglas and Tommy McGuire? I absolutely fucking love that movie. Yeah, pretty jazz, pretty jazz to rewatch and and to talk about it. I have only seen it all the way through once. Mm -hmm. And I remember being, by the way, stoned. This stoned (laughs) which 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 matches which matches like kind of the subject material and parts. That's cool. 
That's great. Yeah, yeah. So I'm jazzed to do something like that. 20, that was like 20 years ago. Jesus, yep. I loved it. I loved yep. it. Yeah. So that's yours, mind the truth. Look, I'll be on the outlook nice. for that. Uh, we have some other stuff uh, in the pipe for that as well. Um, but uh, as Johnny and I were talking about, uh, Mystery Titan Theater remains one of our favorite things that we get to do every other Saturday, starting uh, and for the next three months for six shows we do it uh bi-weekly starting september 11th so i guess that would be four, uh, 25th after that and then two weeks after that we will be live on twitch watching old wrestling cards and we've got these next six are all building up to the the uh era of uh of wrestling when it was really at its peak hulkamania was reaching its peak leading up to wrestlemania 3 so we're starting in january at the spectrum uh tomorrow to see a wwf card uh with our old friend kelly nelson and another uh one of our first guests uh, and another old friend robert hawkins so join us on uh, twitch.tv slash jarvis washing machine that's every other saturday at 7 p.m uh, if you can't join us live i i do post them on youtube or at least as much as i can if there's copyright i think we're going to be cool here for a while because i try to find existing that's already on youtube and then i feel like well they, they, why aren't you why aren't you going after this guy <laughs> you know what i mean uh uh we saw uh, what happened when we when we discovered my holy grail yeah yeah torn to shreds for no good yeah, reason by the way yeah i really had to to do a lot of uh editing you did with a that. great i mean you did a wonderful job with that yeah, edit i yeah. really enjoyed it but Thanks. but i just i'm gonna i'm gonna complain right here now i'm not gonna get into details but what that was there was really it, it should and given what we were doing it should have been allowed i think it broke the algorithm because it, it's um, such a unique thing that the, they could not figure it out but you did a great yeah. job uh thanks pal. It yeah. very entertaining yeah so johnny's talking about the edit that's on our youtube channel which is a different address yeah. so you look for youtube.com on twitch you get us raw and live yes babe. that's right youtube.com slash c slash jarvis washing machine our last episode was again was included the highlight the of the show. Funniest things of all time. Yukon Moose Cholak uh, is a must look. I was able to keep that clip is up on uh, it's on YouTube and uh, on Twitch as well, so you can find that. Oh, oh, things, oh, by the way, I didn't get to, to type this to you, and I'm going to give the listeners a little inside baseball. But the happy birthday card you made uh, was very funny for our buddy James. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> now's the time on the show where we check in with everyone's favorite immortal despot about oh. what he's drinking tonight oh, it's time for oh, savage oh. brew i had a good feeling i had a good feeling today that you were not going to forget me because i have had a day johan i have had a day yeah i mean not a bad day it was a day where i got to spend some me time me time i haven't done that in i can't remember the last time Vandal Savage has had some Vandal Savage time. Do you know what this, I'll ask you, you, you yourself. You seem, if I may say, Johan, at times I feel you're a bit of a workaholic. Mm, yeah. A do you find, do you find time enough to just, wow, I got to take a step back and, and just find some time for, for Johan? Well, this is my me time, sir. Ah, now I'm great. I'm happy to be here with you because... 
Today, while I was charging my electric vehicle, because I am very conscious about these sorts of things, in a neighborhood that I hadn't visited in quite a while, I got up to walking up and down the street, enjoy poking my heads into the comic book stores and the old bookstores and the old video used video games. I picked up a, uh, for $10, I picked up a, a hardcover strategy guide for Grand Theft Auto V. I have not really dug into that game yet, and I'm looking forward to it now. So, but but aside from that, I walked a little further down the street to a, a craft brewery I hadn't been to in a while called Brassneck. And boy, have they delivered with a tart. It's called the Fundoshi. Say that three times fast, hey? Eh? Mm. A tart blonde ale dry hopped with Sorachi Ace. I'd been, uh, I'd been uh, experimenting with sours, getting a little bit out of my comfort zone here. And to tell you what, so far, uh, uh, Vanda likes. Um, and so I'll, I'll give you a guide. Yeah, check it out. When you, next time you're on Main Street, stop by Brassneck, grab a beer, and Johan, uh, it's been nice talking to you, but I must once again say, don't even try it. You are, you're like, give me a break. <laughs> give me a break for, for you. No, there's a... Uh, you can this they got a, a they got a baby bjorns down the street that you can attach a, a nipple to a to a keystone or a budweiser <laughs> oh, I, I hate budweiser <laughs> goodbye <sighs> here's what i keep wondering i mean mm-hmm. he, he 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 he's a glass how how was he walking down the street does he leave the glass when you're not around I I guess I don't know. That's I don't know. scary. Or it's just like uh, like where he's figured out, like. Or are you? Or, or, I mean, in theory, in theory, <laughs> it's scary if he's going out and terrorizing the neighborhood. But it sounds like he's being pretty responsible and giving back to the community. Uh, so that's cool. Well, I'm sure he's he has minions. You know, possible. I mean, I I mean, all right. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you drivers. what. If you want to, if you want to open with that next time. Be my guest, man. Oh so no, no, far, I'm not. I'm never so ever far. questioning him ever again. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I'm, this is for you. He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> no, he doesn't. But I am DV curious. First up, there's some trivia. Uh, I don't know why this made me giggle or mm-hmm. just go, what? But in the New York market, this episode and the Arrow episode of The Demon moved to Saturday night due to coverage of the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers game. Interest uh, on the CW? you know what um you know what sometimes the cw that is a good question gets a local okay who's our who are they it's a local affiliate they get a local affiliate so what's the uh what is niners against the new york market the new york market niners and giants yeah that's huge yeah that's massive 
Yeah. Trust me. It probably using Cal losing most of California, a good chunk of California there as well. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's all like that's a, that's like one A and one and one A, right? And the thing is, I if it was if this is put here if I buy a football fan, there would have been a you know, like I don't know. I it, I just thought it was so uh, but it's it's still it could have been cool if he would have given us a quick summary. Game no, wasn't was that bad. I was expecting him to yell about it for some reason. Yeah. Can you fucking believe it? <laughs> Only 12 out of 23 found that interesting, but I found it interesting. <laughs> I, I did it, too. I did too. That makes sense. Totally makes sense. Goose. When Ray and Constantine are walking through the woods, one of the straps on Ray's backpack goes between right and twisted between shots. Now, you might think, who fucking cares? Mm -hmm. And you'd be right, because as far as the numbers go, it just says, it just says, is this interesting? Uh, so zero involvement. That's a shame. Maybe that's fresh. When did that? Does it say when that guy posted it? That person posted it. Maybe, maybe that's their nice way of not putting up a zero slash zero. I uh, totally right. They're, yeah, and nobody's nobody's found it interesting. Nobody's found they it interesting. Failed. Yet. They failed terribly because yeah. to me that's a smart ass comment. That's how yeah. I read it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Reviews. These are weird, but. There's something I think you're going to like here. Four out of 10 was kind of good, but a big fail. Okay. Hmm. But it's from Louis the Pit. Hey, it's the Pit. I'm back. I thought it was Joe the Pit. This is Louis the Pit. Louis, my brother. (laughs) There's a bunch of. We have very similar opinions. Ask him what he thought it is. Hey, hey, tell you what. Hey, hey, Louie, why don't you uh, lay a little on him? IMDB. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) So much potential here for a good episode. And then conveniently, the shapeshifter, just by chance, chooses the face of former member Maya. Come on, guys. You wanted the actress to stick around. You shouldn't have mixed her into that story. It's like cheap to introduce a new character that's not really new. 11 out of 28 found that helpful. I wonder if there's and before, and before okay. the Pitts boys sign off, yeah. we got three words for you. Go fuck yourself. Pits. No, wait, 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 wait. I thought we talked about this. Oh, no, it's the we gotta keep it contraction. PG. It's a we contraction. Gotta... <laughs> it's three, you dumb motherfucker. Know, well, you can still count it's as one, I think. Anyway, I we're know. still anyway. working on the sign off, but you've just been pitched. <laughs> Four out of ten. That's our average uh, rating of this this podcast. Mm-hmm. Good, awesome episode that also sucked. Well, that could also describe uh, this podcast. Uh, Garabedian. And like I said last time, I don't want to just go after these assholes all the time. But if there's a line that just gives me pause to be like, what the fuck? And warning spoilers, which is weird. 
this LGBT drama is getting out of hand. Real lesbians definitely don't act like this. Uh, like what? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> That's what, like, yes, yes. Normally, normally they don't take magical potions and fight <laughs> vampires. I know. Uh, no, I, I, I disagree. They are experimenting with witchcraft every chance they get. <laughs> this is the most accurate portrayal of a BLTQ I've ever seen. And that's all we're going to give Gary Vadin. He pops up every now and then, and only 12 out of 34 have found him at all interesting. Hmm. Well, let's get back to the episode. Sarah tells Ava that the best way to help is to become kids and become the bait. And they pinky swear, which is called back to later when she tells her what a pinky swear is, that Sarah's going to help her learn how to be a kid. So they take the potion in this empty cabin, and there's sparkly lights and it cuts to Chad at the door going, what are you doing in here? And swings around back to little Sarah and little Ava. And tremendous, tremendous, tremendous sequence, beautifully shot. CGI looked great. It looked like 80 CGI. It fit in with everything. And here's our chance to finally like, uh, cause there's been a lot of uh, children in this episode. And now finally we get these two children actors mm-hmm. who fucking kill it. They are Don't so they? good, man. And they are so good. And this is Sean Cosey, the guy who won't cast me. <laughs> no, no, Sean Cosey, <laughs> who no, like deserves mad props, man, for it's amazing. finding the the who are able to hit these mannerisms because it feels like Sarah and Ava when it's the two of them. Oh my gosh, these kids are so good. And the girl, uh, the young lady who plays Sarah, I looked her up. I, I should have got her name. She only has like seven credits. You know, she's just kind of doing this on side. The other uh, young lady, a bit more, uh, maybe like 13 credits. Uh, They're both tremendous. And it's bonkers that they found young actresses this good who also look look just look so much like them. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Huge achievement. Huge achievement. Man, as soon as like, here's where this kicks into like, this has already been a fun mm-hmm. episode, but now these two as kids for it's the rest so of the great. episode is so awesome, man. Here's where I'm thinking, like, I can't believe Nora isn't watching this. She is going to love this. I know. I was waiting for that reaction. I will watch it. I will like... watch it again with her. Uh, like, I, like, this is an episode I, I, I can't think of an episode I've watched. I know there's been probably two or three that I've watched more than once, but this one I will watch again because I know. Oh, great. Just... You'll need, uh, you please tell us uh, next time, man. Because For sure. I was really looking forward. Like, I'm not going to make this a bit or anything, but I this one in particular, I was like, I, I wonder know. what Nora's going to think of this one. Two, two kids close to her age beating up an old lady is yeah. like her favorite thing, man. <laughs> she, wait, they run around, she run around throwing cayenne pepper and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His faces. Yeah. Mm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, John. That's what I'm saying, John. (laughs) Hey, you know what? Rough neighborhood, I gotta tell you. (laughs) I See, I didn't know it was that rough in the... Like Arthur Miller. They told me it was like Arthur Miller. I thought it was gonna be like Death of the Salesman over here. So... (laughs) Ridiculous. Sarah and Ava go into the cabin. Uh, Sarah tells a story that they got kicked out for... She put a frog under a pillow and uh, young Ava 
says that she got kicked out for reading after dark and they look at her kind of funny and Sarah covers like, no, no, she's writing a letter to her boyfriend in France. And the girls complain about the uh, Ava, the lake beast, they call her, you know, heard she smells bad. And even the little supporting cast here, they're fine. You know, I mean, they're, they're not bad, but uh, the way these two are just playing them, it, I mean, you could see the difference. I don't know. It, I, I found all of this so charming. Yeah. So, so charming. Great. It's incredible. And uh, then it cuts to Sarah calling uh, Constantine. And she's like, oh, shit, it worked. Like, what? <laughs> it was hilarious. It was so yeah. funny. Yeah. And uh, he, that's what he tells her. Uh, which is hate cayenne pepper. And I'm wondering, is that from Supernatural? Because you know what else was from Supernatural, hmm. Travis? What's that? The fucking uh, grain and the leprechaun thing. I looked oh, it really? up to see if that was actually something in Celtic lore. And all that came up was, yeah, they did that on Supernatural. Mm. They're retconning. They're retconning lore. <laughs> I thought it was more as a tribute to Supernatural. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. The founder of the feast, as it were. (laughs) Sure, sure. Big time. So Sarah figures out how to find out how to get some cayenne pepper. And the girls have uh, truth or dare. And Ava says truth at first. And Sarah's like, what the fuck? And uh, oh, dare. Dare you go get something out of the kitchen. And then she comes back. And it's great because she's like, I ran into trouble. And like, oh, we knew she'd fuck up. And she's like, I can only get two gallons of ice cream. I'm like, oh, yay, we love her now. Yeah, it was all yeah. fun. I knew it was totally going to be like that kind of moment. Okay. Uh-huh. Like that's totally like at the end of a, uh, that, that's a, like from the montage in um, White Hot American Summer when it's like they've gone in to try to use fake ID to get beer and they kind of shake their heads like, no. And then kind of start shaking their head behind their back. They got two six packs. Yeah. <laughs> start shaking their head, nodding their head forward. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty perfect. Oh, and uh, the, the flavors are mint chocolate chip and Rocky road. And they're very excited. And I don't know if I would have been the asshole kid. I've been like, uh, Rocky road. Uh, okay. I, I, I think had, those I are, said the mint chocolate chip. Thank you. Yeah, I, well, that's. I think those are two. If you're going to try to please as many as possible, because there are going to be assholes, are going to be like Rocky Road. Yeah, then like you me. go with a cho- then you go with a mint chocolate chip, right? Okay. So I think she she covered her base. I just don't know a lot of people who like Rocky Road. Is oh, what man. I'm saying. Travis. I like I like ice cream a lot. I like I like all. So I'm, 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 I'm like it. I'm like Joe Biden when it comes to ice cream. I'll try a little bit of everything. But you've forgotten that all. You, you, oh, you've forgotten <laughs> how much ice cream I've, you've ever eaten. I'll tell you what, Jack. I've had more up and more flavors. I've forgotten more flavors than you've ever tasted. You are more fired up than Joe Biden has been in forty I years know, right now. Right. You need to. All right. You need to. You're right. You need to. I got to work on my Biden. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you something, Jack. Yeah. Huh? You are better. He's got a little more Eastwood to him. Oh, by the way, um, it's time. But to you do have to nod off in the middle of it. It's time. <laughs> it's good for the economy. <laughs> Oh, I, I did love him like telling people off uh, the, the other day. It was like, already awesome. Patience yeah. is running thin. Uh, yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty great. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Eastwood, have you seen the latest piece of shit that he's putting out? Have you seen the name of this movie? No. Cry Macho. Hmm. 
That's a shame. Oh, it could be great. He's he's an amazing filmmaker. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I know he is, but it sounds like another one. The one before that he made that nobody cared about was he's like a a trucker who's hauling drugs and he's 96 years old. And he's yeah. having three ways with hot chicks. And it's they're like cry macho. Sounds like, oh, is, this, is this what we're doing here? <laughs> really? <Ugh. laughs> hey, I'm a fan. But yeah, I think it's it's time to fucking old. Yeah, you never know. There could be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could he could stumble into something? You never know. The like there's so, there's so much. Okay, cry macho sounds ridiculous. Cry macho. I promised. I promised Liz I wasn't gonna do this. <laughs> if that's what it was about, that'd be great. The whole thing, just him on the cups of. Well, and then Lanny walked in, and he had my uh, graduation certificate. Yeah, Bill, Mystery Titans Theater humor, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. It's a little teaser. Mystery Titans Theater, everybody. My dad had told me I'd made the, the starting lineup of the starting first basement. <laughs> so the bonding works, and they tell them about the rope for it's where you go and get your first kiss. And uh, Constantine is panicked around all these uh, dead to dying children. He says, Ray, just do as I fucking say now, which Ray does. I love that when it cuts to Ray doing the Latin incantation, because of course Ray knows fucking Latin. He's Ray Bonner. He's a genius. Yeah. Or he's smart enough to pick it up and, and know it's like serious. Yeah, I really liked when yeah. he got real there. That was cool. <clears throat> and He's going to cast a spell to return the life force of these kids. And Sarah and Ava, or little Sarah and little Ava are in the woods on the rope. They run into little Archie because it's a crossover with Riverdale. That'd be dope. Thanks, Fogarty. Yep. Who, oh, I wanted but, little Archie. I wanted like the legit. I, I didn't want it to be Riverdale. The show I wanted it to be like they run into little little Archie. Ambrose and Ambrose, etc. Thanks, mm-hmm. Fogarty. Who is yeah. a sexy uh, bisexual like everyone else on Riverdale on the TV mm-hmm. show? Yeah, I didn't know there was a Fangs. That's funny. oh, dude, they hit every deep fucking cut yeah. Yeah. on that. It's why do you think I love watching this ridiculous teenage soap opera? Because right. it's Archie and the gang, and the deep deep cuts yeah. are quite deep. They're run, they've run out of them by now. That's what so I those figured. Early seasons, those yeah. early seasons. Boom! I can't, I can't believe they fucking brought that up. That's mm. that's fucking insane. Little Archie is a third of the storylines characters because there are so many characters to pull from. That's wild. Yeah, that's why I loved it so much. Yeah, Southside Serpents are the major know, major I part know. of that show. I told you uh, uh, that the uh, FX uh, studio um, that I that I did the the robot for for farm bureau financial uh worked on riverdale and they've worked on legends as well and uh, when i brought uh nora and my wife with me they had some uh, leftover like really good looking tattoos that look like legit better than like the store-bought ones and gave my wife gave my wife the south side serpents tattoo she looked great awesome that's awesome (laughs) yeah So Sarah and Eva are in the woods and the rope gets cut. And here we catch Paula going, I've got you looking like a witch. Already talked about. I'm like, oh, they are doing that. 
Really? That now because I thought it like okay, this is quick. I didn't, or maybe I didn't like, know what was too it. obvious. This is too obvious that like I think and now they're gonna be. Or, or maybe I still no, wait, I still think I thought you know what I still think I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I just yeah, know yeah, I yeah. didn't think it was fucking Chad. I didn't yeah. at all the right, time. All right. And yeah. I I think I figured it out about no, I, I think I figured it out when Charlie revealed it. They got me, motherfucker. Yeah. It was great. Cool. Um so they throw the cayenne pepper in this old woman's face and kick her ass. Then one Two of the kids. Seats. Like, dude, how yeah. much fun would this set have been? Two That's kids right. beating up an old lady. <laughs> After in the woods. In the middle of the woods. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. You can lean in. Yeah, yeah. Make her feel it. It's called cash in a receipt. Remember yeah. when she was being a, a real, yeah. a real B word in catering girls? There's a different there's a difference between being stiff and being snug. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why is Harley why is Harley Race on on set today? <laughs> well, kid, they really wanted to uh, you know, bring in an expert on how to make it look good kicking the shit out of an old person. <laughs> and I took the money. And he's off the set privately. All right. Oh, God. We need to remember to bring back Harley Race on this fucking show. I think there's a lot. Stunt coordinator. Stunt coordinator Harley Race. Welcome to this show. (laughs) What's this D plus bullshit from the AV club? Back in my day, we'd kick that motherfucker's ass and run over his kneecaps. (laughs) Berlanti yelling at him. Harley, you can't. What's this I hear about Amel breaking his hip pro wrestling? You're not a wrestler. You're the fucking Green Arrow. We're behind now. <laughs> uh, to his credit, he went and did all of his shit with a fucking broken hip. Uh, he, he literally did that. He broke his, fucked up his hip really bad uh, wrestling. On, on heels? No, not or, on heels. When he was wrestling Chris or Daniels. Or he's right back with Chris Daniels, huh? Yeah, and then he fucked up his hip and he called the studio and he's like, I just heard he was on Jericho's podcast talking about it. Uh, yeah. He called the studio and he goes, here's what I did. I fucked up, but I'm coming to work anyway and did what he had to do and fucking fulfilled like, the obligation. Fulfilled the obligation. And then after that, they're like, could you not do that again? And he's like, eh. he did the whole, figured it was better to ask for forgiveness and ask for permission. Right, go do that fucking thing. But after they beat up this old woman, one of the girls go, "She dead," (laughs) which made me laugh. She dead. Right, and we're on the wave rider, and Charlie's asking. uh, I mean, Z's asking Charlie, "Look, it's a striga," and uh, Charlie and Mick uh, share a glance, and Charlie goes, "Okay, I know the striga, but this one is beautiful and a bloke." And makes like, all right, and lets her out. She proved herself. And makes like, all right, you're at, you're on the team as far as I'm concerned. Because <laughs> uh, she did exactly what he told her to do earlier. I, I really mm-hmm. love that. I really love how they've established their friendship real quick on the yep. show. Be- because we're another kind of rough around the edges. Right? She's punk rock, she is. Yeah, but we're also we've already been conditioned to see that actress and that actor being friends on this show. So yeah. we need to keep that and they do it real fast and uh and in a way that makes perfect sense because it, exactly what you said. They were both have been in jail and and have been criminals and all that shit. Right. So 
Z tells Sarah that it's a guy just as Chad shows up. And he has a does the demon voice and they fight him and he starts sucking Ava's life force. And then we cut to the spell starting to work in the cabin and it it pulls away Chad's you know marble chest and glee level good looks and reveals him as a monster. And uh, and the spell works. And all the kids are back to life except for one. One kid's still dying or dead. And then when Sarah and Ava kick Chad's ass. And they do this great fucking double team move. Uh, and uh, the, the little Sarah flips up in the air and stakes them Buffy style with a piece of wood. And right. Just, just At, when the other one him. does like a leg sweep, it was kind of like the, does the, the leg old, sweep. Uh, does the the leg old sweep. red dragon finisher, like uh, undisputed yeah. era with uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. No, no, no. And Bobby that's Fish. total. That's total elimination, baybe. That's exactly. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's total, total elimination. elimination. You're right. And, you're right. And here's the neat thing that I caught upon my now fifth viewing of this. I'm like, mm. well, why did that work? Why did the wood work? They show quickly when little Sarah hits him with the wood, It he sells it. And she looks at the wood and goes like, aha, uh -huh. it's never mentioned again because who the fuck cares? But that little bit's in there. And I caught it this time. And I was like, oh, that's great. Cool. <laughs> I've been wondering about that for years. Cool. want to talk about... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what did the his true form. What did, who did that? What did that remind you? It felt like like something from out of EC Comics or something. A like, little bit. Um, I was yeah. going like riff raff. Really let himself go. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't quite put my finger on it. I feel like there's a joke there somewhere. It was a, it was an interesting choice. Let's say that. Like who's saying I want him to look like? Uh, I guess just like a zombie. Like he looked like a yeah. He looked like a zombie. I mean, he had, he had Crypt, Jesse, Crypt Keeper esque. Yeah. Yeah. The Crypt Keeper. He would know. This was the Crypt Keeper on steroids. And thankfully, no quote unquote jokes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. My my lines are to die for. <laughs> my, one of my favorite things was they, the guy, the, they brought the book, the Crypt Keeper, the puppet on Howard Stern. And it was the the guys trying to do his shit, and Stern is just shitting on it the whole time. No selling, <laughs> no selling any of it. Like what the fuck? The Road Warriors with the with it's the so keeper. fucking funny. It's That's so funny. like, can you believe this asshole? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so in the cabin, uh, Constantine says, "You know, I'm not, I'm not losing, I'm not losing another kid." And uh, remember, eight, um, we've already talked about Astra. You know, that, that's who we're talking about here. And he gives him some of his, his life force and seems to maybe kill him because it works. But he wakes up, Ray get, wakes him up, and he immediately pulls a cigarette out and asks the kids for a fucking light. And the look on his face is great. Pretty great. <laughs> and how do they get these guys out of here? Ray's troops find them because Ray fucking Palmer, my friend, is such a good teacher and counselor. He taught these kids all this shit in one lesson. They've been there yeah. two days. Pretty and, great. And it worked. This kid comes in who's taking charge is hilarious. Yeah, and it pays off the, the compass thing from before yep, with him and uh, Constantine. Like, so that develops their relationship. This uh, is the kid. That, like, this uh, is the kid who yeah. was jerking off behind the fucking uh <laughs> what? I think I missed that scene. No, it's the same actor. It, it, 
yeah. he's either the one jerking off with the yeah no he's the one jerking off to the victoria's secret catalog he's oh like, yeah of course, I, I, of course. He's like, you know counselor ray i went to the cabin i cleared my mind and then i yeah. it, yeah. i really started thinking gotcha. and they're gonna save everyone uh and it's great and uh the way constantine gives him kind of like the finger guns like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> great Good but stuff. that's not his that's not his best performance in this episode because we're about to get to it as we wrap up this show sarah and ava are in the woods little sarah and ava and ava thanks sarah for giving her childhood memories she says they were awful awkward totally awesome and it just, ugh, I love it. That's, that's, that's 90s as fuck. And she's like, yeah, like that's childhood. And they go, well, it's time for our first kiss. They lean in and the spell happens. And when you actually see them, it's of course the two adults kissing. Cause the CW are cowards. Well, I was, that's what I'm I was kidding. thinking. Like I was like, I'm kidding. I was, I was like, how, how Moonrise Kingdom can they go with this, man? Uh, like this uh, is as far as they could. Yeah, as far as they yeah. Could. I was like, because uh, to their credit, they cut away before the hetero kiss happened too. So I think, in a way, I think that that I I, I bet you they were told, no, you can't show these two teenage girls kissing. Yeah, they're I'm sure they were told that uh, out loud. Um, and then they might have made like, well, if we aren't going to if we're not allowed to do that, then then that, then there should be some sort of there shouldn't be a double standard. What, what would make... be the other what would be the other? Because remember the, the two uh, there was um, the kids who got captured right when they're that's going right. Along the string. That's right? absolutely right. That's yeah. absolutely right. So that's uh, so that's a nice touch there, nice. too. So Good there name. is a bit of parallel. Nice call, man. Nice yeah, call, yeah. dude. I think so. I think so. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Because then, then other because then as of that, oh, oh, so we can do this, but we can't do that. Yeah, no, I, but I, I bet you they right. were told that I bet you they weren't told that they couldn't do that. But I think it was uh, I would like to believe it was a conscious choice because they also realized that they showed the hetero kiss leads to being kidnapped by monsters and the gay kiss is beautiful saves you exactly yeah <laughs> brings you back to life there's no place like home hilarious <laughs> hilarious yeah it's all that in your that that ends up propaganda hilarious and victor bean i victor bean so back on the way right i'm sorry hold on ah <laughs> <sighs> Back I can recommend, if I can quickly recommend another yeah. podcast that's not on Please do. Be, Please behind, do. The, behind the Bastards is an awesome uh, look at uh, they did a back-to-back episodes on Ivectamine and the, and the history of they do a great look at some of like the worst people in the world throughout history and the recent look at Ivectamine that's a two-episode thing is illuminating uh, as, as, as you can imagine it's really something they do great work there Behind the Bastards we're back on the wave rider Sarah's like, hey, where's where's Charlie? And Mick's like, oh, you don't pay me enough to babysit. She's like, I don't fucking pay you anything. <laughs> and Z immediately's like, well, she escaped, but no. She says, it's an extreme makeover. And Charlie walks on to the bridge in what is essentially her superhero outfit. And girl, let me just say, looking yep. fine. Looking <clears throat> great. <clears throat> Yeah. you know she looks great it's a nice uh, great i love yeah. the black and red it's like the big and it's like the so big reveal badass. it's like the big reveal too it's, like i'm part of the squad now isn't yeah. it 
that, that's big, I guess that's basically her superhero costume. She like yeah. walks right up yeah. to Sarah and says, "Seems to me you're gonna need some help with these magic beasties or whatever." But there's one deal: no cages ever again. And the, yeah. the Lance glance we yeah. get of a squint and just a grin of happiness. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you're okay. Great sister, stuff. You're part of the team. Great. Great. Stuff. Great. Yeah. Fun episode, man. Really fun episode. Well, how fun is it? Well, is Constantine having fun? Because he's dying in the med bay. But he's having fun real quick now. Because Sarah says, Gideon, give him the good stuff. And yeah. he, he, his delivery of, he goes, because he's like, uh, he goes, oh Gideon that was nice love we should party as he <laughs> yeah, as he fades away fades away is go ask Alice what oh. the old man said <laughs> and Ray says I think I know someone who can help but I don't know where she is but we of course we know who that is it's Nora Dark and she's you know appears to be a, a witch uh giving a man a potion but she's actually working at a ren fair making lousy soup shitty soup right but uh rick berman here doesn't give a shit because he says to her look they don't come for the food who's rick berman uh rick berman okay yeah okay uh, star trek fans uh just look up rick berman was the guy from like season three of next generation or so on for many 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 years rick berman was the head honcho of star trek uh, or one of the head honchos of star trek and rick berman was a uh misogynistic uh, ca- uh casting couch piece of shit so uh, rick berman here uh mm. says hey they don't right. come to star trek for the food it's for the lusty wenches or, yeah. the pot, or the potted plants in the back. I don't give a shit. And she's like, but I'm a witch. He's like, huh, as long as it's a lusty witch. Lusty witch. Yeah. <laughs> and then walks away. Yeah. And, uh, so she's at a renaissance fair. And like yeah, she, she reveals her. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, she she's, not, she's not out there trying to conquer the world. She's hiding. Yeah. She's on the run. And yeah. That's your, that's a, your classic legends. Like, stay tuned next week. Mm-hmm. Legends fans. Gideon gang. And it gives people who are fans of this show because everyone really already at this point really likes Nora. And this is going to be the first time we've seen Nora this season. Yeah. And uh, I think she's all right. Oh, she's so well, well, the fandom already loved her and you'll see her become better and better. Once again, you've only seen her play one note. Yeah. And I guess you haven't seen her play. I'm not a bad guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Nora, which is what we're getting this season, is the rehabilitation of Nora Dark yeah, to be you know, basically part of the team. Gotcha. Raise love interest. Yeah, and, and they could use uh, if it's a magic season, you could lose any any bit more magic help. Can't, and can't where hurt. she and I, I'm just I'm not gonna of course I gotta tell you, but where Nora Dark ends up is fucking brilliant and fun and awesome. So cool. cool. It, 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 as was this episode of dc's legends of tomorrow i think you said when we start talking top fives you're gonna see less and less in our top anythings from anything from seasons one two or three yeah with maybe a few exceptions of an episode right. here or there yeah but when you start talking top five of this uh, of this series i mean i can tell you it's all on its way and we're yeah. here now you know cool. it, it, that, that that's what it's evolved into it's the big boy pants yeah as you yeah. said man and, but 
that's it for tonight's show. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter. Follow Travis at Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube and Twitch. Same same address, right? Uh, yeah, uh, twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. Uh, yeah, so not Subscribe. At all. We need more subscribers on there. We need more subscribers on there because we hit 420 on uh on uh, uh on youtube and we gave yeah. a shout out to our to our great fans there thank you for that mm-hmm. and it, it is awesome it stayed at 420 for a solid week we finally bur- hit 421 today so it's like ah i mean it's great that you keep following us on youtube so keep doing that but for like that was nice that that stayed as long as it did but yeah thanks guys thanks for listening to this thanks for listening to everything we do you guys are the best all right and we will talk to you next time bye bye